You're listening to The Good Girl Free Woman Show, where sensitive women learn to drop the good girl patterns, get off the emotional roller coaster, and find freedom from overwhelm, people pleasing, and exhausting relationships. Are you ready to finally feel happy, emotionally healthy, and free in your relationships and career? You are in the right place, my friend. Keep listening. sensitive soul. Today's episode is going to be a quick one. I just have something on my heart and I want to share it with you today. So this idea of acceptance has really been penetrating my entire life this entire year. (laughs) Acceptance is this beautiful, hard, yet revealing thing that allows us to enter into a place where we can change to enter into a place where we can experience the present moment, uh, a place where there's peace, where there's no resistance. And what I'm learning from the years that I've been um, in entrepreneurship and then in a difficult relationship is that I struggled for so long in both areas of my career and in my relationship because I wasn't willing to accept because I wanted so badly for things to be a certain way. I wanted, um, you know, my relationship to look a certain way. I wanted my career to look a certain way. And I didn't want to experience certain feelings. So I was in this sort of fog, I want to say, this fog where my state was. I really want this thing, but I can't take action. I really want this thing, but I keep giving up. I really want um, a successful relationship, but I keep, um, it's the other person, right? The other person won't change. The other person won't um, get go to therapy or get help or do the things that are required for change, right? Or at least from my experience, right? Um no, just period, like doing the things that are required for change. You can see if someone's doing the things that are required for change. And instead of accepting that the, that my partner wasn't going to go and get help, the help that was required for change, instead of accepting that and then focusing on myself, what I did for so many years was, you know, I, in my especially in my early 20s, oh my goodness, no shame to 20-year-old Justina, but just growth lessons and learning. And so what I did instead of accepting and then focusing on myself is I resisted that this person wasn't willing to go get help. I resisted that this person wasn't willing to go to therapy or or, or um, learn more about how to be better in relationships. Um, I resisted that the career path that I wanted was going to require me to put myself out there in certain ways. And I didn't like that newness and that unfamiliarity because it was too scary. And I resisted the fact that I would have to do that. And so I sat in this place of stuck in the seat of powerlessness, seeing my dream idea of what the life that I wanted it to be and never actually being able to grasp it, to attain it. And feeling like, man, I'm just stuck. And what's this resistance? And I don't know what this resistance is. 
And then after years and years of work and just self-exploration, I finally came to this point where it's like, I accept it. I accept that I cannot persuade, convince, say it five million times differently for my partner to desire to go do to therapy or to desire to read books or listen to podcasts or, or do whatever the work is required to change. I, I accept that my dream career is going to require me to step out of my comfort zone and put myself out there in a really raw, vulnerable way that is very, very scary and exposes me to different things that I know I can brave, but also it's very terrifying and I would rather just hide and and be quiet and let no one see me and live my behind-the-desk job because that's easier. It's more comfortable. Instead of accepting that my partner wasn't going to go do the work, I obsessed over I can say it differently. I can show him something that's going to hopefully change his mind this time. Maybe a reel or a YouTube video or a podcast or maybe the way I say it. Maybe I was a little too aggressive. Let me say it softer. Let me use these words instead of those words. Let me try to relate to him and so that it make it, try to make it fun for him instead of just accepting Accepting that if he really wanted to, he would. Accepting that if he saw the value, he would. Accepting that if he cared, he would. Accepting that he's choosing not to. I can't even begin to describe how Justina changed my life. I'm a new person. It wasn't easy, but with her help, I was able to feel this level of confidence and love for myself and those in my life like never before. It feels like I've been set free from this gigantic weight that was holding me down. I feel centered, calm, and just overall happier. This is one of the reviews from one of my one-on-one clients. And I read this to you because I want you to see that the, the transformation is real when you do the healing work. Okay. And I have three spots open for one-on-one coaching with me. And if you've been listening to this podcast and you're just like, I know that's me. I need to reach that next level in my life. I need to break through. Maybe you're in a difficult relationship. Maybe you've recently left one and you are ready to be able to regulate your emotions better be able to stand in your power and in your confidence and lead your life as an individual without it, you know, your emotional stability being dependent on another person. This is for the woman who wants it all, but feels stuck and overwhelmed trying to manage it all. This is for the woman who's ready to shift her energy from easily triggered to happy and unbothered without spending years in therapy. This is for the woman who's ready to trust herself more without constantly second-guessing herself or seeking outer validation. This is for the woman who knows she deserves more, reciprocal relationships, love, and support, but feels stuck pouring into toxic relationships. This is for the woman who's ready to love herself and live wildly authentic instead of taking care of other people's emotions and needs at the detriment of her own. If this sounds like you and the results that you want, then you are a perfect candidate for my one-on-one coaching. I only have three spots available until this for this year, and then I'm not opening one-on-one again until next year. 
So click the link in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram. But if you click the link in the show notes, you can click right over to the website to apply, apply to work with me. And, um, I would love to, to meet you and to hear your story and to support you in a safe space. All right, back to the show. He's choosing not to, and that is okay for him because we cannot control other people. And I know people hear that saying, I can't control them. I can't control them. But do you believe it? Do you believe it at the root, at the core of yourself that you cannot convince, cannot beg, cannot plead, cannot persuade someone else to do the thing that you really want them to do that you know will make a difference for their life? Do you truly believe in your heart that you cannot control that outcome? Because if you did, instead of saying it five million different ways, tweaking your words, filtering your voice, suppressing your needs in your voice, hoping that it's going to influence them to do the thing that you know it would be really good for them. You know it could change their life. You could know it could change your life because you're in a relationship together. But they're not choosing And you can't choose for them. It's just like raising kids and, you know, your kids get to a certain age, at least for me. And I've learned so much over the years. I'm nowhere near the perfect parent, but they get to this age and and let me just talk about my experience. And it's just like at some point, like I thought like, okay, I need to let go of the reins of control and trying to dictate the outcome to keep them safe and to you know, look out for what's best for them. It's at some point, it's like, hey, I got to this point where I was like, they are an individual human being and they need to make decisions for their life. They need to choose what they want, not play the instrument or the sport or the activity that I desire for them because that's something that I think is interesting. They are their own individual person. They get to choose. And so I'm asking you for the person in your life that you have been begging and pleading and hoping that they would change and hoping that they would see the light because you maybe you started doing the work and you've seen the improvements it's done to your life. Instead of doing that, can you accept the hard, difficult, but freeing reality that they get to choose? Can you accept that they are not choosing the path that you want? They are not choosing to do the thing that you know will make a change for their life, even if it's super positive, even if it'll cause a breakthrough and a transformation in your life and your kid's life and your family's life and your work life, all the lives. Can you accept that they're choosing not to? And with that acceptance... With that acceptance, with that knowing that they are choosing not to and that you are not going to persuade, convince, beg, plead, say it a million different ways to hopefully influence them to choose. Knowing that you're going to just rest in the unknown of what it is that they're choosing and shift the focus from, okay, Shift the focus from, 
I hope and I know they need this. This needs to be done. They need to do it this way. They need to go to therapy. They need to listen to podcasts. They need to do the healing work. Instead of that, shifting your focus into, I see them as their own autonomous individual. They are making a choice to behave this way, to treat me this way, to not choose us or me or the thing that I think is best. And just side note, sometimes people need to learn or or heal different ways. But instead of me hyper-focusing on they need to do it my way, they need to do this, even if, you know, rightfully so, they might do need to do it that way, you're going to shift the focus onto, I see how you are behaving as an autonomous individual, as someone who is their own person choosing their life, choosing their actions, choosing their decisions, choosing their words, choosing what they do. Behavior is a language. Behavior is a language. And when someone's behavior is speaking to you in a way that says, I don't respect you, I don't choose you, I don't care for you in this moment, you believe that language. And what we do as highly sensitive women, we try to, or codependents, people pleasers, we jump in and we see that behavior, that language, behavior language that says, I'm going to avoid you, I'm going to harm you, I'm going to hurt you, I'm going to say mean things to you, I'm going to ignore the conversations, I'm going to tell you you're too sensitive, you're crazy, you're overreacting. All the things, whenever they, or we, or we're, let's say we're in conflict, we see hurtful, harmful behavior as a call to jump in and rescue, save, tweak, beg, plead, convince, all the things. That is like our, our, uh, what is that horn they have in the, I don't know, I saw this somewhere in my life, they have a horn, they blow it, and then animals come. For a people pleaser, recovering codependence highly sensitive women, empaths, we run to that. That is our call. That is the horn blowing when we haven't done the work, healing work, right? Or at least in that area. It's like that horn blowing like, oh, there's conflict. There's something bad. There's something negative here. There's a challenge or a problem. At the, at the side of challenges, problems, and misbehavior, we jump in and we're like, okay, I can fix this. Mr. Fix It, right? Okay, I can read books, podcasts, therapy, Uh, let me get some coaching, all the things. Okay, now it's your turn. So you need to go do this too because it changed my life or it's changing my life and it will change yours. And what we forget is that that person doesn't have to do what you want them to do, that that person doesn't always have the heart that you have. And as big-hearted individuals, we can project our goodness onto other people, hoping and thinking wishful thinking, living in the fantasy that, oh, all they need to do is this. Maybe they, you know, if I just say it differently, it's got to be me. I'm not saying it right. Maybe they will eventually get it and they'll go. Maybe I'm being too emotional and overreacting um, in our conflicts. And so that's why it turns them off. And I am here to tell you, it's not you. It's not you for the reason why someone else is not choosing you. It's not you for the reason why someone else is not choosing to work on themselves or to work on the relationship or whatever your situation is. But it is you that you're choosing to stay in the misery of inacceptance, 
begging, pleading, persuading, hoping, wishing that they would. A more empowered stance, this is what I teach all my clients, is detachment and differentiation. doesn't mean hate and malice. It means I am responsible as an autonomous adult for how I show up in my life, for what I feel, how I choose to do the work. And I'm going to hope for the best, but I'm not going to push myself, my views, my opinions, my no matter how close I am to this person, no matter how much I love this person and really want things to work out for us, even this can even apply in your career, I'm not going to try to get them or convince them in any way or beg or plead that they do the work that I think that they need to do. I will tell them what's worked for me. I will show them what's worked for me. And then I get to step back and let them choose as an autonomous individual. As an autonomous adult, they get to choose. Okay? And if they, are choo- if they are not doing it, that means they are not choosing. And you're either in resistance and denial, where you're in misery, still trying to convince them, persuade them, beg them, plead with them, say it a million different ways, or you're in radical acceptance, which is, I accept they get to choose and they're not choosing. And that's okay for them and that may not be okay for me but I'm not gonna spend my days agonizing over someone who is making a choice that they have a right to make instead I'm gonna focus on me I'm gonna look at the parts of me that desire and crave so much for that person to change or to do the things I want them to do I'm gonna look at the fears behind that I'm going to look at my attachment wounding. Why am I so attached to this need? And, and a lot of this is, is normal, right? It's when you're in a codependent relationship, we become so enmeshed with a person. And, you know, a lot of it is hurtful, rightfully so. It's a very difficult situation to be in. But I'm telling you today that acceptance is your key to freedom. Your key to freedom from agonizing, crying, hurting over them not choosing acceptance radical acceptance of your situation of how people are choosing to show up in your life and then creating a space for you a safe space for you where you set boundaries where you shift your focus from hyper focusing on needing to fix and improve the other person into you're shifting your focus to yourself where you begin to fix, not fix, but you begin to heal yourself. You begin to learn better ways of relating. You begin to learn healthier ways, I should say, of being so that you are not so distraught and emotionally tied to, like to where you're stuck in this loop of needing people to be certain ways in order for you to be okay. And that's where acceptance takes you. That's where healing takes you. That's where doing this work takes you to a place where you, you would hope and long for, like hope, you would hope for that person in your life to change. You would hope for it to look a little different, but you accept that, you know, it's, it's not. 
It's just, it just doesn't look that way. So what am I going to do with myself? How am I going to live my life? How am I going to show up for myself and my children and my friends and my family? Who am I choosing to be in the world? Someone who is spending all of her energy on someone who's not choosing or someone who's spending her energy on choosing herself. Choosing herself over and over again to where she doesn't need someone else to choose her. And when you choose yourself first, when you build that self-worth, you begin to heal, that is the power. That is the freedom. And it starts with acceptance. Radical, raw, honest acceptance of your situation, of your life. And then you begin to step into freedom where you build your self-worth, your self-love. You're rooted in self. And if you believe in God, you're rooted in yourself and God. You can think of it that way. And then your relationships outside of you have to adhere to the boundaries and the standards that you develop. And those standards and boundaries are based on such a grounded rootedness in your love for self and your love for God first. So then the quality of your relationships increase. So then what you're willing to tolerate increases. And if you're someone who's in a relationship like this, let's say you're married You've been married and it, it can be difficult because you can't change the person. But once you begin to accept and you begin to detach and differentiate so you're no longer codependent. Things that are bothering you or that are phasing you in the way that they are now, they begin not to. And you begin to experience more peace. Okay, I was talking to someone the other day and they were talking about how they were experiencing so much pain. They was like, they were stuck between two extremes and it was like divorce or or um, they go to therapy or whatever. And it's like, it, for you to be, like, let's just drop all of the extremes for one. Let's drop the either or thinking and let's just stand in possibility of what would my life look like if I gave the love, the attention, the care, the energy, the focus that I'm giving to someone who's not choosing, someone who, just not even someone, to other people who are not pouring back into me or just period, just to other people. What, if, what would it look like if I gave just a quarter of that energy, focus, and effort to myself? What would your life look like? There's no need to look at the extremes, even though your mind will play, like, bring that up because, you know, that's either or thinking. But you get to say, you know what, I'm not thinking that way right now. Right now, I'm just focused on my healing. And just see what happens for you, what shifts for you. You'll notice that when you, when you step out of either or thinking and into possibility, it helps you relax just a little bit more. Breathe a little more easier because you don't have these big, just huge decisions over your life that are so scary. You don't have to teeter between either extremes. You get to stand in the unknown, in the possibility of, I'm just going to focus on this one thing, which is my healing right now. That's the best I can do right now. I'm going to get in community. I'm going to hire a coach or a therapist. I'm going to get around people who are familiar with my situation, who has walked this walk and can help me get to a place 
where I'm experiencing more peace and more uh, detachment from making, like when other people are disappointed or upset, making that mean something about myself. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was meant to be a quick one and it turned into 20 minutes. But that's just beautiful. That just means that someone needed to hear this. So I leave you with this question. What in your life are you not accepting? And not accepting is resistance. So what in your life, where in your life are you experiencing resistance? Where do you, where do you experience feeling stuck? And when you look at that resistance, ask yourself, look at that stuckness. Ask yourself, what am I not accepting? All right, my beautiful, beautiful, sensitive soul. I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. You made it all the way to the end of the episode. I am so grateful. My heart is filled with so much joy to even think that you made it this far. If this episode did something for you, I want to challenge you to share this with a friend who you think may need it. Share it to your social media, tag me, or just simply leave a review and let me know that you enjoyed the episode or what it's what the podcast has done for you. Leave a review on Apple or, or Spotify. And then I want to give you one more reminder. If you are listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my gosh, I have questions. Click the link in the show notes, submit a voice note, or you can write out your question and I will answer it here on the podcast. All right. Thank you so much for being here with me. I will see you on the next episode.